Hey guys, I'm Manali. And I'm Hannah. And welcome to Three Faith Podcast. Where we share insight on how to keep your faith in God strong through dating, school, and just life in general. We are so thankful that you're joining us on our podcast episode today. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Three Faith Podcast for updates on when we release a new episode and for more content. Hey guys, I'm Hannah and I'm a co-host of Three Faith Podcast. And I'm Anali, the other co-host. And um, if you hear us sounding a little shaky, it is because we just got done uh, pre-recording this episode and it was so impactful that we have tears coming out of our eyes right now. This is definitely our favorite episode so far and probably is going to stay one of our favorite episodes, I think, even... Don't you think, like, even throughout the rest of the episodes, probably is going to be one of our favorites. Um, So you'll hear Manali kind of introduce them uh, in the next segment, but um, those are her grandparents, and uh, we learned a lot of new things about them, and um, you'll find out her grandmother learned some new information as well, so you have to keep listening to uh, find out. But anyway, so they're... uh, testimony is super impactful um but we'll talk about that a little bit more in a little bit so we didn't want to skip the question of the week this week so we are going to go ahead and jump right into that Manali if you want to go ahead and say it okay so our question of the week was is your glass half full or half empty and um I can answer that first if you want uh mine is half full yeah do you want to well I guess I can or you if you answer, answer okay. yours, and then I'll, like, and then We, we'll like, explain. briefly discussed this before, because we forgot to do a question of the week, just being real and honest, and, um, we thought this one's a good one, um, but we're kind of, me and Manali are very similar in things, but we're polar opposites in this. I see the glass half empty. Dang. No. I didn't know that, <laughs> Don't actually. do that. I didn't know um, that. No. But... Do you want to explain or do you want to Okay, so the reason that we picked this is because there's, like, some psychology behind it based on how... <laughs> there's some psychology I don't know if psychology is the right word. <laughs> <laughs> but there is some thought behind the answer that you pick. And so, basically, if you pick that your glass is half full, you have more of an optimistic view on life and uh, just a positive view. And for being... For having your glass half empty you have more of a realist view um uh just seeing things how it is yeah yeah pretty much basically um I that's something that's like a weakness of mine like I need to get better at having a more like positive like like I'm I'm somebody who like I I want to encourage people and I tell others that like it's gonna be okay and I speak positivity into it and then it comes to like my situation and I'm very much like a realist and I'm like okay no this isn't gonna work out and I need to have a backup plan like I'm always like okay I need to have a backup plan for this because this isn't gonna work out and I just you know something I could probably get better at yeah and there's weaknesses in having the glass half full too because I mean there are times where you do need to be a realist there's not I mean optimism is great but there's times where you do need to be serious and like face what's actually happening be in tune with the reality of whatever is going on Mm -hmm. um finding a happy medium yeah yeah yeah. yeah. <laughs> I feel like that was like such a somber question of the week. It, it was. definitely wasn't intended to be. Sorry, guys. Sorry. Um, well, as I mentioned before, um, 
this is our favorite episode, and we're going to be interviewing Manali's grandparents, and they're going to be sharing their, um, I guess, like, couple's testimony with us. Um, they've been married for a really long time, and so they have a lot of wisdom and advice for um, younger couples to share. Um, and we, me and Manali were kind of discussing before this, like, you know, maybe we need to explain, like, the importance of this. Like, you know, even though it's fun to interview them, like, and it's fun to listen to because I personally love listening to couples, like, you know, how we met stories and stuff, but it goes beyond just, like, you know, like, listening for fun or interviewing for fun, you know, like, there's kind of, like, a a deeper meaning behind it. Do you want to kind of, like, build off that and kind of explain what you were telling me earlier? Yeah, um, so we named this podcast episode Words of Wisdom, and a lot of the times we get our wisdom from our older people, and that's exactly what <laughs> our older people <laughs> we were doing with this episode. We got my grandparents on here to talk about their testimony, and, um, the biggest thing with sharing your testimony is, like, seeing how God works in, like, the little things. And their testimony is exactly that. You can see how God is answering prayers and how God gives the strength and the courage to fight through typical, or not typical, but just, like, relatable relationship problems. Um, mm-hmm. And I think this episode was a great um, a great way to... Uh, learn from learn from yeah, because like to be honest coming into this I kind of um I guess like just thought of it as like another episode maybe like I was just like okay like time to you know like kind of a routine like not really like I was excited to do it but not really expecting to get anything out of it and we literally just finished up the episode in tears like it was so good. Yeah. <laughs> and I learned so much like even to apply like in my own relationship or Manali's relationship like I feel like you know even if you're single like you don't even have to be in a relationship to learn mm-hmm. from them. Everybody can use this type of wisdom or if you're already married like you can use this wisdom um yeah. and their advice that they have to give it was so good. Exactly. And especially since like I mean, they've been married for so long. Like, we can take so much of what they have and, like you said, apply it to our own relationships. And um, where was I going with that? Oh, I will say, you're going to need a box of tissues for this episode (laughs) because, let me tell you, my grandparents are some of the most precious people. I think y'all are going to enjoy it a lot. Oh, yeah, and the ending's the best part. The ending ending is the best part. (laughs) You wouldn't even listen to all of this stuff, but especially then. Tune in for them. None of this is very... We don't, me and Manali don't do a lot of, like, scripting or, like, uh, preparation behind this because we feel like, you know, we want, like, the real and raw, like, of just our everyday conversations, and Mm -hmm. we're getting, uh, we're trying to get better at that each and every time we have an episode, and this one just uh, really, you know, was spot on for us, and this one really, really helped us to be able to uh, grow and uh, learn. Agreed. In our own lives. So, anyways, let's go ahead and get into the episode. Okay, we're just going to go ahead and jump right into it. So, we have Manali's grandparents here with us today. So, Manali, if you want to kind of introduce them a little bit. Yeah, so these are my grand and pop. Um, Y'all will know them as Brenda and Dale. Um, And we asked them to come on our podcast today just to give us a little bit of 
words of wisdom. And um, so if y'all want to go ahead and introduce yourselves. Hi, I'm Brenda. And I'm Dale. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Where did you guys like grow up and how did you get to where you live today? Well, I grew up in in a small town in western New York, uh, and I moved down here when I was 24, and, uh, And I also grew up in, uh, in Buffalo, New York, uh, and when I was seven, my parents moved back to the south to where my dad's mom lived, and so I was raised in, uh, in Alabama. So, uh, that's how I got to Alabama. Oh, wow. Okay. That's cool. You both grew up in New York, huh? Right. We were actually born in the same hospital. A lot of people don't know that. Of course, we didn't meet. That's so cool. Yeah. That is really cool. I didn't even know that. You didn't even know that. You're on (laughs) grandparents. Okay. Well, um, so we're just going to kind of go ahead and, and get into the questions. So, um... The first one we have is, how did both of you meet each other, and what attracted you to each other? Well, I'll take that one, because I was, uh, when I moved down here, I was 24 years old, and actually had, had been engaged to someone else for, uh, when I moved down here, and, and uh, you know, for one reason or another, things just didn't work out, so uh, I was single, and I was engaged and uh, working, and I stopped at an ice cream shop. And I met Brenda's mother, actually, and we got to talking, and she realized that I was from outside of Buffalo, and that's where she was from. So we got to talking, and she's like, later on, she's like, hey, I, after three or four trips to the ice cream store, she's like, hey, I got a daughter. I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't really looking uh, to, to find anybody at that point in time, but uh, after talking to her mom, uh, you know, Anyways, we just started uh, dating and everything. So uh, she hooked me up. I had to have a roadmap to get to her house when we first started dating. I couldn't find find her house. (laughs) GPS, but uh, anyways, we started dating. Oh, that's sweet. Uh, Miss Brenda, do you have, like, a point of view, like, from your point of view, or is it kind of the same? Well, you know how parents tend to do sometimes. They try to get you hooked up with someone. I think they're trying out of the house. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it, um, I thought it was really neat the first time I met him and we started talking about all the different areas that we both knew about and all that kind of stuff and the food and stuff they have there. So, you know, we hit it off pretty good to start with. I got to tell you something, though. She thinks I liked her because she had a Z28 Camaro. Um, She's always said that that's the reason I liked her, but that's not true. (laughs) Maybe it played a part in it, huh? It might have. Probably. (laughs) Yeah, he he would always wash wash my car while I was at work. I had an old ugly cutlass. She used to hate that thing. She had a name for it, but we won't say it. Well, that's sweet. Um, Manali, do you want to take the next one? Um, so, so um, when it, after y'all met, what initially attracted you to each other? Yeah, I think. What? 
Like, is there just anything that kind of, like, stood out to you about her that you were just like, oh, my gosh, like, she's so beautiful, or it, was there anything that... Hey, yeah, that was... That was Hey, I gotta tell you something. She still got the prettiest blue eyes you ever seen. She does, and and I, I mean, she was pretty right from the get go. But it was just her personality that really attracted me to her. And she was going to church at the time, and I wasn't. And she also got me, you know, back interested in going to church. So that had a lot to do with it too. And her family just really, uh, you know, I was down here by myself, and her family just really welcomed me. And her mom treated me just like a son. And uh, and her mom was a Great cook, by the way. <laughs> oh, you got you guys got me and Manali about to cry over here. <laughs> yeah, you got us tearing up We're right tearing now. Up <laughs> uh, Miss Brenda, what about you? What are what are your thoughts? Was there anything that specifically just kind of like stood out to you about him? Well, um, I, you know, I, and I don't, I don't know if I'm sure a lot of people do this, but. You know, I had prayed about God sending me someone that that um, that He thought would would be right for me. You know, in my prayers, I always prayed for that, and it just happened to come along with Him being a Yankee and from the same area and just everything. And uh, it just it just kind of won me over. I just felt like God sent Him me for a reason. <laughs> That's so sweet. Um, let's see okay so our next one is how long did you guys date for like before you got married and what was a typical date night like for you guys okay i gotta answer that one um before we got married but i really um i married her out of self-defense um because try to find activities for us to do and everything we tried she beat me at um we would go we would go bowling and she'd beat me at bowling um basketball she'd beat me at basketball you know we'd play um fishing she'd catch more fish than i would i i really just i just give up and married her (laughs) (laughs) and our our dates were were expensive dates or nothing like that we just and we also did uh my mom always opened up the kitchen anytime we wanted to we we would come in and we would cook we'd make pasta we would just we that kitchen would be a mess but we had the best time learning how to cook in the kitchen um it it was really fun it really was yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nellie, what do you think about cooking in the kitchen for a date night? You think you could do it? Um, there would not be a lot of whole lot of cooking on my part, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, let's see. What's our next one? Um, do you want to say that one? Yeah, I can do this one. Okay. Um, so for the next question, we have: What was a struggle um in your relationship that you had to overcome? We really had a couple. Uh, the first, I know when we first, when we sat down just before we got married, I remember sitting at the table and we were both crying, thinking that how in the world can we afford to do this? How, how we're going to make this? How we're going to make it? We were, we were actually scared of that. We were because, I, I mean, I know uh, Dale had lived on his own for a little bit, but bless his heart. 
if you ever went to his place where he lived. Let us I had never been on my own. I always lived with my parents, you know, till I got married. So uh, that, you know, that was a, a little bit of struggle trying to do that and trying to trying to sit down financially and figure everything out, how we're going to do it. And, and when we did, we got, we can't afford this. We can't even afford to get married. And my mom and dad assured us everything's going to be fine. Things work out. It will. It will work out. And so we just left it in God's hands and we, you know, prayed about it. And so, but it did, it, it worked out fine. Home was a big challenge too, because I was used to being on my own a little bit. But like she said, yeah, I can't under, I can't stress that enough. Moving away from home was a big deal for her. You know, she was real close with her parents and her family, so that was a big deal. Um, Miss Brenda, how far away from home were you whenever you guys got married? It it was not far at all. You would think that I moved to, well, in some places it it was, but when we first got married, uh, we we lived in Birmingham. It was only about an hour and a half away, but you'd have thought it was the earth. Yeah, you did. No. But, uh, it taught us to be dependent on ourselves. Yes. We learned to, to grow in our relationship and everything because, you know, I'm just thankful that we did learn how to cook a little bit at Mom's house uh, before we left. <laughs> but, uh, and you just, yeah, like Del said, we just depend, you depend on each other. A lot, and you have to learn to make friends. And the best way to make friends, not only through your neighbors and stuff, if you don't live near anyone you know, is to to get in a church and to uh, start making friends in church. And um, but you know that helped that helped us a whole lot. It did. That's really good advice. I feel like for like younger couples who maybe either like for their situation have to get married young or just couples that want to get married young in general that's like really good advice would you say or would you guys say that that transition from depending on your parents and living at home to getting married and having to depend really mostly on each other was that hard for you guys or would you say that that transition was like fairly easy uh i i think it had uh, sometimes it was a little hard, you know, uh, especially uh, for me, it was a little bit, but uh, it it was kind of exciting, too, because, you know, I felt more like an adult because I was living on my own and having to do, you know, do this and that, and I was still working when we moved there, and, uh, of course, you know, Dale had... He was working and working long, you know, pretty long hours and stuff. But you just, you just learn how to. Uh, I don't know. Sometimes you can think about it. You just do it. it yeah. Works out, you know. It, it does. Out, it bumps the road, but it, like she said, it works out. It does. It works. Yeah. We uh, I, we kind of forgot an important question. How long have you guys been married for? <laughs> um, forty-three years. Hey. I asked her just before we started to remind me. <laughs> and you know what he said? Because he always has to ask me how many years it's been. And he goes, 
Y'all thought it was longer than that. Oh, that made me feel real good. <laughs> it just seems longer. <laughs> uh, let's see. Moving into some of like the deeper questions a little bit. I think we're on. Oh, it's been uh, humor. Um, so for our next question, we have, what is some dating advice you wish you knew while you were dating? I think, first of all, it didn't really affect us that much, but I think you need to find people in the right places. I, yeah. I, I think there's some better places, better choices to find uh, friends and mates than, than other places. You know, I don't think you're going to find the... Uh, necessarily the person that you want to spend the life with if you're going out every Friday night or Saturday night to bars and different things. That's just me. I think there's a lot better places to get involved in the youth group or church or some kind of organization or something like that where you can meet people that share your same values and your lifestyles. Uh, I think that's real important. I've seen a lot of people spend a lot of years looking in the wrong places for the right, you know, trying to find the right person. It just, it doesn't work. No, it, it does not. Yeah. That I, was a word. Yeah, I couldn't, we couldn't agree more. Me and Manali have been over here like, yes, say it. <laughs> couldn't agree more with that. Um, let's see. Uh, so to kind of piggyback off of that other question, what advice would you give to younger couples now to make their relationship more sustainable? I, I think part of it is... Uh, is you've got to enjoy each other and I think not to be too, too serious and worry about things too much. You, I mean, because you're, you're just learning about each other and stuff and you got to have laugh. You have to laugh and have a good time. And, um, what else? I, I think you got to be friends first. Yes, definitely you know, friends. You know, that's the most thing I think starting out is be friends first, you know, and, and really learn each other and, and get to know each other first instead of jumping into things, you know? And and learning to care for him. I know when me and Dale very first started uh, dating, he got he got really sick, you know. And so, you know, I just automatically made soup and took it over to his apartment and stuff and said, here, this is going to make you feel better, <laughs> you know? So I was, I was really worried about him and stuff. And, you know, part of what you go through, you, you learn through through that. Oh, yeah, definitely. That's a, marrying your best friend is something that you kind of hear quite often. But a lot of people, I feel like, miss that. And, um, you know, they don't really know their partner like a friend. They just know them really a person instead of somebody that is your best friend, I guess, if that makes sense. I think also it's important that when you're a couple, you're a couple, and although it's good to get advice from other folks, parents, and so forth, mm -hmm. that y'all need to learn how to work out your situations, you know, yourselves, and not rely on everyone else's advice and, and, and feedback. And that, Not that it's bad to get advice and feedback, but learn to work situations out together. Absolutely. Um, we're getting down to, like, our last questions here, but what would you say is, like, your, or as a married couple rather than dating, what was y'all's biggest weakness, I guess, would you say? 
I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. What's the biggest weakness as a married couple? Oh, the biggest weakness. I can tell you what mine is. I'm a spender and she's a saver. (laughs) (laughs) But at least in a relationship, if you have that, you can kind of work it out. You know, and part of ours is we try to talk everything out and uh, we don't... uh, We try not to go to bed mad or aggravated at each other. And we always make sure that, you know, that we give each other a kiss in the morning. And we always say prayer in the morning before he leaves for work. We've always done that. And uh, keeping God in our life has helped us through lots of things. Let me share this with you. We, we don't argue much. We don't argue yeah. hardly at all. We haven't argued very much at all. Maybe we should argue more. I don't know. But, um Right after we first got married, we had a disagreement about something, and I was carrying on about something, and I'll never forget this as long as I live. Brenda sat there and just went, (laughs) 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 and I could see right there I wasn't getting anywhere, so I just forget it. (laughs) But we just just never really argued. It's really not worth it. It, It's not. It's not. It doesn't mean we agree on everything. We just don't argue. Yeah, but a lot of times talking things out do help. It it does. Absolutely. Um, And then kind of like our last question to kind of end on is, what would you guys say was like the biggest difference in you guys, like something that you guys were just kind of polar opposites on? that you kind of had to work through a little bit, if there was anything that you had to work through? Yeah. Um. I'm pretty impulsive when it comes to buying, and she thinks things out, and that's something we had to work out and still have to work out to some degree. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Dale, and Dale is a more outgoing person, and he always has been in, in his work and his job and stuff. And I'm... I'm not quite as outgoing as he is and stuff, but, uh, and we, we both through, uh, through our life, we like to make sure that we're trying, doing our best to serve God by sharing God's word with other people and helping those that, that need help. So, uh, we, we try to make sure that I think with having God in our life is, is what, Keeps us uh, strong together a lot. Can I throw something else in there, ladies? Absolutely, go for it. Brenda doesn't know this, and I'm not trying to put her on the spot, but Manel, you know I like to write songs. Yes. And, and you do too, I know. Um, and uh, I've written a song for an old friend of ours because he had a really good relationship with his wife um, through the years, and you, you've heard parts of it. But Brenda doesn't know this until tonight, actually. The second verse in that song is really for her and I've never told her that and it says simply if I had it over I'd do it all again the the laughter and tears the joys and the fears I'd do it all again and that that was for her Uh, you got us crying over here too and probably some of our listeners are crying right now too there are real tears going out oh my gosh that was so so nice we're kind of fangirling over Manelli's grandparents. But it's okay. <laughs> oh my goodness. Wow. Um, well, you guys really have 
a great testimony and we're so so thankful that you guys came on here to share your uh, I guess like more Christian advice and your wisdom with younger couples today and um and before we go is there anything else that you guys want to say you don't have to just if there's anything else that you just want to say we just want to say we're proud of what y'all what y'all are doing we are so proud of y'all we are oh well thank thank you so much thank you. it means the world to us um okay well that's uh kind of it for everything we have here so thank you guys so much for uh meeting with us seriously and for coming on here all right we love love y'all love Love you you too bye (laughs) bye oh my gosh that was so sweet (laughs) that was the cutest thing in the entire world i didn't know that i've sang that song with him like i can't tell you how many times i didn't really i don't think she knew that either she was about to cry Oh my gosh. (laughs) I I know, that was so sweet. Um Wow. (laughs) We still are like kind of recovering from that out of tears. That was like that's a really powerful couple's testimony. You hear a lot of uh couples share their story on how they met and you know, but the way your grandfather was talking about your grandmother is just like wow, like you can tell he's so selfless and he like truly adores her and Mm -hmm. um and she adores him right back, and that's just so sweet. Goals. <laughs> it's definitely not something you see a lot nowadays. Uh-uh. So it's great to hear a testimony to it working out and, it, and the love and like mm-hmm. um, love and respect for each other carries mm-hmm. through 43 years. Like it mm-hmm. is possible to find that today, even though it may seem like. Mm-hmm. Well, it's there's, rare. yeah, there's a lot less. I guess, like, hope nowadays, I mean, like, you know, this isn't meaning anything, like, like, downplaying or anything, but there's, like, the divorce rates are a lot higher, and, you know, you can tell, like, they've, they've fought for that happiness in their marriage, like, they make sure that there's not a day that goes by that they don't choose to love each other, and that's just really powerful to see that and to hear that, and um, what they had to say was really, like, impactful, even for us, too. Um, Agreed. Yeah, so there was stuff not even Manali knew. Yeah, I learned some stuff too. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But anyways, you have anything else to say? No. No. Um, Well, we're going to go ahead and wrap it up here. Um, This was, I think this is like my favorite episode ever. I love hearing like couple stories and how they met and everything. And so that was just... Made my heart happy. cherry on top. (laughs) Yeah, made my heart happy. But um, thank you guys so much for listening to this episode, and we will um, get back with you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode today. And if you liked it, please be sure to subscribe to us and follow us on social media. Our Instagram is at Through Faith Podcast and everything will be linked down below. And if you have any questions or episode ideas that you'd like to hear from us, please be sure to email us and I'll also link that down in the description below. Bye guys. <laughs>